You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Good morrow, everyone. I hope everybody's doing great out there. In this podcast, we're going to talk a little music, the entrepreneurial spirit, and most of all stocks. There's been plenty to pay attention to out there. At least on my watch list, it seems like everything is high flying and having fun. But with all ups, there must be a down, right? <clears throat> Tesla. I guess not. I don't know, really. But we're going to talk about it. In this episode, we'll hit a little of this, a little of that. Anyway, not going to waste your time anymore. As always, none of this is financial advice or investment ideas. Welcome to Punk Stock. So I tried to be discreet when I said Tesla there, or coughed it rather, but here we go again, it seems. I feel like I'm singing the Britney Spears classic, Hit Me Tesla One More Time. Now we all remember what happened in August when Tesla announced the split. It absolutely blew up. Now this is really interesting because Tesla, if you don't know, is being added to the S&P 500. This is a huge deal. It's been talked about for a long time, and now it's finally happening later this month. So naturally, you better buy it before you miss out, right? Not so fast. I've always been skeptical about Tesla. I'm not talking about the product. I'm talking about the stock price. I think we can all agree the product is phenomenal. Now, the amount of money that's been generated by this stock over the past six months is unimaginable to most people. It was $70 in March. Right now, it's $600. That's enough to make Cousin Elon the second most richest person in the world, which I think is well-deserved. I mean, he's developing something that's changing the world for the better. But here's the rub to me. Now that Tesla's being added to the S&P, it's got hedge fund managers moving around their portfolios, trying to find space where they're gonna fit it. There's probably gonna be a lot of action in the Tesla stock world. So I asked myself this question, and I actually had a conversation with someone about it the other day. In the summer, when Tesla popped off, why did it get so high? It's not market makers making it jump 100%. It's retail investors. Everyday people like you and me. Tesla is one of the most popular stocks for retail investors out there. And why not? I think it makes perfect sense. We all want to be a part of something positive that can change the world. And we don't want to miss out if it hits $2,500 again. But this is also why I've been skeptical the whole time because it's retail investors that are driving the price. Retail investors creating the demand. That's why if you watch this stock, it swings $30 in any given direction per day, maybe even more sometimes. And when I see this, you could really lose yourself if you buy in at the wrong time. And as someone who's not a professional trader, you have to be realistic and realize that you can't compete with the big dogs. They're always gonna outrun and outperform you. So for me, this has always been a terrifying stock. I don't know what it's gonna do. It scares me, but I still want a Tesla. Moving on, or shifting gears, whatever one works for you. A lot of people have been reaching out asking me about Forex lately. Now, as a lot of you know, I'm really new to it, but it is a really interesting market with a ton of opportunity. And honestly, I kind of like it better than equities at this point. I'm looking at a trade that I'm currently in, the New Zealand US dollar pair, which is on an upswing at the moment. Very exciting. I think a reason that it works well for me is because I'm an early riser. I wake up at four o'clock every morning and I usually study the stock market. But if I wake up at four, the Forex market's already in full swing. Actually, the most volatile hours are between three and 8 a.m. 
for me, this is very exciting because then at 8 a.m., I can come to work and do normal work. Yeah, exciting, right? <laughs> I actually find myself not as glued to my Yahoo Finance app looking at my watch list, seeing what's happening because I already know that I did, I put in the work at Forex earlier. I don't need to do that. It's kind of great. As I continue the journey, I'll keep you updated. But if you have any thoughts, things you want to share, please do reach out anywhere you can. So let's talk a little earnings now. We got Chewy coming up on Tuesday. It's had a huge year. This is a company that's absolutely thrived during COVID. If you don't know what Chewy is, it's an online pet retailer. So you order food, they ship it to your house. There you go. You have your pet stuff. I believe they're up about 150% on the year, maybe a little bit more. So that happens after the bell Tuesday. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of opportunity there. If you're looking to make a move on earnings, this could be a good one. Analysts do seem to be predicting revenue to improve. So we'll see. Next. GameStop. We talked about this a couple months ago. It's reporting Tuesday as well. It's up 180% on the year. Now, I know what you're thinking. GameStop's closing everywhere. It shouldn't be like that. And you're probably right. That's why they're expecting this one to go the other way. Now, it's priced at $16.80 right now, so we'll see where it goes, but it's going to be an interesting one because it seems like this year, the companies that seem to be not doing well end up getting higher in price. We all remember what the Hertz thing was. I'm not saying that's going to happen to GameStop, but you know, it's a weird year for this stuff. So ticker GME. It also could be that there's a new PlayStation, a new Xbox, you know, a lot of new gaming things. Maybe, maybe that's what's doing it. All right, moving on. Now, I know a lot of you know I focus on Target, Walmart, who have actually been smashing it this year. But we got our cousin Costco, who reports on Thursday. I'm not expecting it to move like Target and Walmart, but I do think there will be some movement around this one. It trades a little bit higher at around 373, and everything that I'm seeing, analysts seem to be predicting it to go a little bit higher. Now, obviously, you don't just want to go off that, but given the time of year and earnings are Thursday, I would expect to see a little bit of a bump especially since last week it was 393 at one point. Now we're in a little bit of a pullback. So I wouldn't be surprised to hit that number again. Now, I don't know if I'm going to make an investment here, uh, but I am certainly going to watch it. And on that note, I think we're done for this episode. Uh, we will be back this week. I'm very excited in full swing, the whole crew. Look for it Wednesday. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, none of this is financial advice or investment ideas. I hope you have a great day. Great rest of your week. Until then, good luck moshing in the markets. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission, that through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.